episode of unleashing the future of work live podcast guide b2b live jam session that was feel good by terrell hines so make sure you check out feel good by terrell hines really really love that guy in fact i think that was my third time hearing that song it's pretty phenomenal with that said i have a show for you all today a really good show with the phenomenal friend of mine and and leader and author and coach and speaker and organizational designer jeff god's health who is a coach speaker author and consultant that helps organizations build better products and executives build the cultures that build better products and today we're going to actually dive deep on his latest book that i've been really excited about by the way you guys see that new book stack that i have in the background here that's actually one of my favorite book stacks and it has all of my books but then i also have a digital library of books that you can't see but one of those books in my digital library is one by jeff and it's his latest forever employable 
forever employable. And it really actually comes in a great time where a lot of organizations and a lot of people are completely rethinking where they want to go in their careers. So I'm going to talk to Jeff about his latest book, Forever Employable. What inspired him to write it, his personal journey in writing the book, and more importantly, how he's been able to specifically take control of his own career and make sure that he's forever employable. So we're going to really dive deep on that. So please make sure you join our conversation. Make sure you show Jeff love on LinkedIn. He's also on Twitter. We're going to be sharing his Twitter. We're going to be sharing his LinkedIn with you all throughout the show. Let us show him some love and make sure that you are participating in the conversation that we have with Jeff. Jeff! Tim, nice to see you. What's up, man? How are you? I am great. Great. I like to... um, uh, coordinate the colors of my shirt with the colors of my wall. So if I tend to disappear a little bit every now and again, I apologize for that. I just realized I was, it's not the same, but it's very similar. Uh, and so I apologize if I start to kind of blend away into, yeah, into yeah, the decor. Yeah. No problem, man. I, I love your background, man. It's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, we just had, I just painted it. I mean, I didn't paint it. I had somebody else paint it, but, uh, but thank you. And it's uh, those are actually my photos. I took those photos, which I'm, I don't fancy myself a photographer, but I do like those photos. And that one Jack Daniels looking poster over my head is actually of I used to play in bands. And it's a um, it's a, the lead singer in that band was uh, a graphic designer. And we did a reunion just to give you a sense of how long ago this was. That poster says um, February 14th, 2009. Wow. And that was the. 10-year reunion of that band after it broke up. So like it broke up in 99. 10 years later, we did a reunion show. That's the poster from that show. Um, and uh, I, I, yeah, good memories, good friends. So yeah, powerful, man. So you know, you kind of talk you talk a lot about that in your most recent book, Forever Employable, and how that kind of changed your perspective on how you think of, of a career. But I want us to kind of backtrack a little bit. Let's talk. So Jeff, so let's talk about Jeff before Forever Employable, because you had a lot of different books that you've written from Lean UX and that related to a whole different, a whole bunch of other things in terms of agile and lean UX thinking. You know, what kind of got you into this path where you became an author, you became a consultant, and you started kind of really putting your thoughts out there. How did that start? Um, I, uh, it's interesting because I, I, I didn't have any plans for this. This was, this was a, and I, it's one of those things where, uh, I don't know, I, I find myself in my life that I've, I've, I've had these, uh, what I like to call epiphanous shower moments. And, and what I mean by that is, I, I actually looked up the word epiphanous and it's not a word, but it's just, <laughs> I made it up there, I own it. But I, t- I tend to have these kind of, you know, you know how I, like, I always get my ideas in the shower. Like it's, there's no screens, there's just hot water in your face, you know, and you're like, oh, I know what I have to do today. Um, I was working traditionally, just like just like most folks, you know, I, I got out of school. I actually played music, like I said, for a little bit. So I didn't go into the workforce right away. But um, but I spent a decade working professionally as a web designer, a UX designer, a product person in, in technology. And then about 10 years into my career, um, I had one of these moments and I woke up in a, in a panic um, on the morning of my 35th birthday. So the, the, the day I turned 35 was January 31st, 2008. And I had this, this panic. I was married. I'm still married. <laughs> it sounds like, like I was back then. I'm still married. Same person. Um, I had two, two little kids. Now they're two big kids. Um, and 
I had a job. I, I, I'd done all the right things, you know, and I, and I, had, I had progressed into being a, a, a design director at a company in New York. Mm-hmm. And what I, what the reason why I woke up terrified in the morning of my 35th birthday was I, I was hiring all of these designers onto my team. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me very, very quickly that they were better than me. Uh, they were faster than me. They were hungrier than me. And most importantly, they were cheaper than me. Um, and what I was terrified of was that if I had to keep fi- if I had to keep fighting this uh, this group of, of people for the next job and the next job and the next job, I was going to lose, and I was going to lose a lot more often than I had lost up until then. I've been pretty successful, frankly, uh, and and I was going to lose a lot more. And I realized that that was going to be a losing proposition because like the further up you go, right? I was only going to get more expensive. There were only going to be less and less of those positions as you go up in the corporate ladder. It doesn't matter what you're doing, right? There's not, it's just by design there, there are fewer managers than there are contributors. And um, I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to fight that fight. I didn't want to run that race. Um, And so I decided that I had to change the the dynamic. And really for me, it was, it was a, at least at at that time, it was a radical reimagining of, of, of the state of things, because the state of things was what what I what I would call um, what the systems thinkers call a, a push system, right? A push system is where you you push yourself out into the marketplace. Here's my resume. Here's my website. Here's my LinkedIn profile. This is what I do, and that's how I've been getting jobs up until then. I'd, I'd apply for a job. I would send out a resume. I would update my LinkedIn profile, and I say if I can't if I have to keep doing that, I'm going to lose. Yeah. So. Yeah. I decided to turn that system 180 degrees and create a pull system. A pull system is whatever I'm doing, I'm going to create this reality where I'm attracting opportunities to myself. Mm. Right. Um, so fundamentally changing the, the, the physics, right? It's the, the physics of the system rotating at 180 degrees and creating. And to me, the only way I knew how to do that. Okay, so that's great. So that's that's awesome, right? So, yeah, Jeff, you said some fancy words, but I can't even actually get the opportunity to come to you. The only way I knew how to do that was to um, essentially create a platform for myself, a platform of expertise and a platform of thought leadership Mm. so that people would begin to associate me very specifically with a set of uh, ideas and when they needed help with those ideas, they would come to me. So that was that's what got me going in this direction. And that's what got me. Um, I hadn't really decided to do consulting at that point. All I wanted to happen, at least when I I'm kind of a, when I was 35, was I just wanted opportunities to come to me. Mm. Right. Mm. Rather than me having to go looking for them, I just wanted to kind of you know, wake up in the morning, check my email and have a, you know, a, a, this recruiter, that employer, that kind of thing coming to me. That, that was the, the moment. You know, it's, it's, it's a problem that you said because a lot of people with building a personal brand, right? And they struggle with kind of defining what are the ideas or the concepts they want people to associate themselves with. And they kind of, they kind of over, overthink it to a degree. You know, for you, you kind of really simplified it. And I would love for you to kind of break down how you contextualize what you wanted those ideas to be, because there's people listening right now who have all of these ideas on how they want to be forever employable, but they are kind of associating it to a personal brand. But you didn't do that. You kind of did something different where you're like, I just want people to reach out to me for opportunity. 
so I can be of service, which is kind of a different mental model. Yeah. So, so look, here's the thing, Tim. I think, I think people, I think the phrase "personal brand" gets a bad rap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I do. I do because, like, because, and and you know, and and, I, and I've caught some crap for it um, mm -hmm. before. People say, "Oh, you're building a person. Just you're, you know, you're a shameless self promoter." It's, it, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I am right. You're right. Um, but but the point. But but I don't think. Look. If you if you've done the work, yep. if you have the experience, if you have the expertise, if you're giving back to the community in a respectful and positive way that helps other people, you there's no reason why that shouldn't be called your personal brand or mm -hmm. why you shouldn't be able to build a personal brand on top of that. That is to me no not, not everybody does that, and there are people who are sort of in it for the fame, but um, but for me, it was, look, so looking around at that point, right at 35, I was like, well, what, what do I know? Right? Where can I, in a book, I call it plant your flag, right? Where, where can I plant my flag so that, and, and kind of establish a platform for myself? And, and for me, it was the work that I was doing at the time. And the work that I was doing at the time was uh, product design work, digital design work, design leadership, and, and, and evolving digital design into kind of the modern world of, of broader software development. And a lot of folks were struggling with that. And so I started talking about that. And, um, and because that's what I knew, that's what I had to share. Yeah, yeah. I want to show love to our amazing community who's tuned in. Shout out to Mrs. Linda. What's up, Linda? I couldn't agree more, Jeff. She feels you on that. Mike is saying, I'm also a shameless self-promoter myself. I do not care. I'm out here working. I am in this for the transformation of education, so I ain't ashamed of this at all. You know, shout to, yeah, you shouldn't be. Shout out to Mike Gates, who also says, this is all about becoming top of mind. And he yeah, also yeah. loves the pull system idea. Since I work in education, expertise, and thought leadership, and how I create my pull system as well. So, yeah. Jeff, I'll talk to you a little bit about that, because you actually touch on this in your book, Forever Employable. You kind of actually share the experiences that you have with you know your kids and how that kind of also challenged you as a father and to kind of build um where, where you're at now in terms of your platform but also why it should challenge other people and how we should think rethink education and, and things like that i want you to kind of speak a little bit to what are your thoughts on that so look i mean it's it's hard it's it's a, it's a ton of work let's 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 just put it out there right this is not a silver bullet this is not magic it's not an overnight success story. I, I've been doing this for 15 years. Uh, yeah, 15. No, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I turned 35 12 years ago. I'm not making myself any older than I already am. But but but, uh, but, I, but I've been working on this right. And look, when I started, when I made this decision, my kids were young, right? And finding the time. And I'm working full time. So I'm working full time. I'm commuting from New Jersey to New York City every day. So it's you know it's hour hour and a half each way every day. Um, my kids are little. Um, I'm working long hours, coming home. Right, I want to see my family. I want to see my wife. I want to hang. I want to be part of their lives. And then I still need to generate now this content, right? So the 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 platform is a it's a content platform. And so I'm either writing or or uh, commenting or participating in discussions or maybe making a short video. And it's taking time away from my family. There's no doubt about it. And so the hustle really comes in at this point and you've really got you, you i back then fit it in fit fit this work in in the cracks yeah so it was 
you know, I had 45 minutes on the bus to New York City. I'm writing. 45 minutes on the way home, you know, two hours in the morning on a Saturday before everybody woke up, I'll take it, right? Yeah. Two hours before bed after everybody goes to sleep, I'll take it, right? And it's that, and, and it that starts to accumulate. And when you've got enough of a body of work, maybe the pace can slow down a little bit. Um, and, but but I'll be I'll be completely transparent with you. So fast forward 12 years, you know, my daughters are 17 and 13 now, and I think they're super cool people and I want to hang out with them, you know? And, uh, and so I still look for the cracks and, Hey, can I get an hour here? Or can I wake up before everybody, uh, wakes up so we can, you know, I can get my, my, my stuff done. Um, so it, it's a, ne- it's never ending, right? There, there, this idea that like, you're always, you're always kind of making, the platform better, broader, more relevant, more current, um, trying out new things. So that's that's what I've seen. Yeah. And do you, you know, how do you see kind of education changing to kind of embrace people to create that, to your point, that pull system, right? Mm-hmm. We're always pushing your resume out there or trying to kind of trying to trying to keep up with the Joneses in a sense. Look, I mean the like the education the education that I, I think and it's it's really interesting because I um, you know my daughter's seventeen she's going to be a senior in high school here in a couple of weeks and uh, we are I, I you know she's thinking about college obviously she wants to go to college I'm I'm des- trying to figure out you know what kind of education do I think she should get I mean, obviously she's going to have a significant say in it but. Um, the things that I, I want her to learn, the things that I see her learning in school is, um, is collaboration. Yeah. Um, problem solving, uh, I think is su- super, super important rather than kind of regurgitating facts, right? Problem solving, um, and, and sort of kind of this human centricity hmm. to the work that you're doing. So, so, so and, and what I mean by that, it's just something I've learned from the product world, from the digital product world, um, is instead of saying, um, I'm going to build a mortgage application online, mm. right? You're saying, I'm going to help people buy their first home, right? And that's a fundamentally different way to look at the world, right? I'm going to help, you know, I'm going to help folks buy their first home is fundamentally different than I'm going to build a form where you enter your credentials, you, you enter your information, and, and maybe I'll give you a mortgage, Right. That that's that's the difference. And I think that to me, the, those are the qualities. And so if we're looking at educational qualities, I'm look and again, I don't I don't do a whole lot of hiring these days. I'm self-employed and I'm not trying to build a, a company these days. But when I did do a lot of hiring, the things, the qualities that I always looked for was was curiosity yeah, yeah. and humility. Yeah. Um, and those two things go hand in hand. Generally speaking, if if you don't have one, you don't have the other. Um, and, and and humility Humility, I, it always gets, a, that's another one of the things that gets a bad rap. And it's like the most important thing for success, I think. Humility simply says, it's, it doesn't mean that uh, you don't have, you don't value yourself. You don't value your opinion. You don't value your work. Humility simply says that you've got some ideas and you think they're good ideas. But in the face of evidence that contradicts what you thought was a good idea, you're willing to change your mind. Easily, right? <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah, you're open, so to, opening to, you're open to flexing. Exactly, exactly. And that's where curiosity comes in, right? Because curiosity says, look, I think this is a good idea, but maybe there's a better idea. 
So that's that's what I think we should be teaching folks. Yeah, no, that's actually powerful, and I think it, it speaks to because um, a lot of the way you you talk about uh, in your book, how do you think about your career? You almost kind of speak to prototyping it as well and co-creating it with your audience and your community. So I want you to dive deep a little bit of, about that because there's a there's a level that every um, leader, if you're building a brand, if you're building a platform, you're looking to remain forever employable. And, you know, you actually tell a story within your book where you talk about your friend who works at a company that he's been working out for quite some time. He's always wanted to leave, but he just never he, he, he always never had it in him to leave because he's like, I have a family I have to take care of. And, you know, you really actually touch on this fundamental issue that a lot of people who are in corporate America have is like, well, I want to leave. I know I can leave. I know I have the skills, but I have to support a family. But I think you, you kind of also say like, but you don't have to go all in yet if you don't want yeah. to. You can incrementally yeah. make it and then as, as you're learning, you'll go. Speak a little bit to that for people who want to remain forever employable. What does that look like if you're an entrepreneur within a company or you're an mm -hmm. entrepreneur outside of a company? Yeah, look, change is risky in any, in any situation, right? And, and there's, there's good reason that people fear change because look, I got a paycheck right yeah. now um, and I, and, for as far as I can see, I'm going to keep getting that paycheck every two weeks. So why should I risk that? Um, that's a fair question, right? Especially if you're providing for for other folks as well. Um, building this platform of expertise around you is change, and it's risky. And you know, figuring out the exact uh, combination of content, channel, format, um, presentation style. Uh, you know, which slices of that content to go after. Um, there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of variables there. And so experimenting helps you test all of those variables. Instead of, instead of just coming out of the gate and saying, look, I know I got this full-time job, but you know what? I'm going to quit that job. I'm going to spend 10 grand. I'm going to build a video studio in my garage, start making YouTube videos about plumbing repair, right? Because that's what I know how to do. And I'm going to become the forever employable being a YouTube plumber, <laughs> whatever, right? Okay. <laughs> whatever it is, right? That's stupid. It's stupid risk. Like you should not take that kind of a risk, right? Mm. Instead, you can say, look, okay, look, my passion is, is plumbing or, or whatever your passion is, right? Um, and uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my iPhone or whatever phone I have. I'm going to point it at my face. I'm going to record uh, a three-minute video of me fixing a sink that's busted in my house. I'm going to put it up on YouTube. I'm going to try it that way. In addition to that, I'm going to jump on a couple of forums and join in some chats about home repair. Mm. And then in addition to that, I'm going to uh, put up a 500-word blog post about installing a hose in the backyard. Right? Something like Each one of those things is an experiment. The point is, is that you didn't spend 10 grand on, on a video studio, right? You, you ran a tiny bit of experiment. And, and the act of of running that experiment is not success, mm. right? So you're looking for, for success in the form of behavior change in your audience, right? So you want people reading, watching, yeah. commenting, sharing, right? That's good feedback that you found your audience and that you're, uh, uh, that you're reaching them in a way that they want to be reached. And, and, then, and that's going to take some time to figure out that exact combination. Now, the nice thing here is, is there, and you asked about sort of in-house versus out-of-house uh, options here, and I think it's really, really important. Um, 
at first glance, you look at me, look, I'm, I'm a consultant, I'm self-employed, and I've been doing that for a while now, although that wasn't, I, mean, I spent a good chunk of my career working in-house. And you could look at the book and say, Forever Employable, right, sounds like a book for consultants. Sure, it's a book for consultants. But also, I think that if you want to stay employed in-house, if you like, you know, working for a company, um, building this platform around yourself makes you more, in, in theory, now there are employers that are not going to love this. But in theory, it makes you more uh, valuable to your employer because you're kind of you're, you're enhancing the hiring brand of the company. Yep. And that company employs Tim, and Tim, you know that guy. He keeps he keeps sharing all this information. He's got this community, and we keep attracting really good candidates to our company because Tim works here. So let's make sure that we we keep Tim. We never lose Tim. It's one option, right? Another option is that by creating this this uh, platform around yourself, right? The next gig comes to you, right? So instead of you putting your, your resume out there and looking for it, uh, another company will say, hey, listen, that guy Tim over there at that other company, like we need a guy like that over here. Let's go get him, right? And so so, so the it works regardless of the type of work that you want, um, but figuring out the right combination of content, format, channel, et cetera, is, is an experiment. It's, it's, a set, it's a set of continuous experiments and it's and again the measure of success is not did you did you launch the experiment right did you put the video online did you tweet did you write a blog post um is it's did you uh did you get people to change their behavior right? are people listening to you are they paying attention are they, yeah, are they growing in their careers are they learning are they you applying it to their organizations in the context of being you know lean and agile right yeah and, and look and you're looking for those inbound leads so look i mean I, the first book i read was called lean ux now lean ux was a book about doing design Go check it out if you haven't. <laughs> yeah, but 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 like that book that book did, has done well because it solved a real problem for for designers that they're still dealing with to this day. And it came out seven years ago. The book the book came out seven years ago. The first the first version of it. Um, I get I get an email at least one email a week still to this day seven years later. Somebody saying, "Listen, that book changed my life." Right. I was really struggling with the stuff at work. I did what you said in the book and it really worked and everything got better. And, and to me, that's that's the feedback. Like that's the feedback loop that you're looking for that says I'm reaching my audience and it's resonating and it's making them more successful. Hmm. You know, I want to have you share a little bit about, you know, I, and I want to show love to our, our quick audience, real, our audience real quick. Aziz is saying staying relevant may require you to constantly collect data and take future actions actions based on them, which might require you changing as an individual. Thoughts on that, Jeff? Um, I mean, look, the, the world is as evidenced by the last six months, yeah. seven months, right? The world is always changing and that pace of change is, the pace of change is only increasing, right? And so constantly collecting data, to me, what that means is what I hear as he's saying is, um, is that you're 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 always paying attention to what's happening in the world, in your industry, in your social circles, or whatever it is, and then you're basing your evolution, the evolution of your content, your formats, your channels, based on that, right? So, you know, are, are, like for example, whatever the next hot social media platform is, whatever the next way to reach people is, right? We are going to continually evolve what we're doing to meet people where they are. Mm. It's, 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 it's a powerful concept because I think that um, a lot of people still haven't figured out how to handle exponential change. 
<laughs> and dynamic change. And yeah. I feel as if the Forever Employable book really gives a great framework for it. So make sure you guys check it out. <laughs> so Stella is saying, check it out, Forever Employable. It's in stores now and on Audible. So Stella is saying, it's about embedding soft skills in school, college curriculums. Aziz is also saying, yes, collaboration is key. Mm-hmm. And it, it, my, my boy, Mr. Bacha says, welcome to the Timbo Show, baby. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. I should just call the show that, the Timbo Show. I think it'll get rave reviews. You know, with that said, Jeff, you know, what's one of your powerful takeaways for our community on how they can remain forever employable? And what do you have next coming out? Because you all, you, have, you also have a lot of freebies um, around the book on your website that people can learn more about. Um, but what's what's next after Forever Employable for you? Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, oh, actually, I do know. So, so to be fair, so look, this it's it's, it's my primary focus right now, and it, and it's look, it's and, it, and it's to me, it's about getting getting it out there. Sort of, you know, my, my background is tech, and so the, the tech world, I think, knows about the book now. At least the people that that I've, I that follow me and my platform. My goal, my goal now is to really broaden that out because I think it's a mass market concept and I'd like to really kind of get beyond that. And, and to be just, just, just as a lesson here, it's in the book, but um, it's really hard. It's really like, so like the, people know me as, as the Lean UX guy. Like I wrote the Lean UX book. They, that's like Google Lean UX. I'm the first result. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and for me to write a book like this, it's it's they're like yeah but you're the lean UX guy like mm-hmm. what are you what are you doing writing about this it's really hard to bust out what, if you're lucky enough to be successful to then expand that platform um, becomes really difficult and and ironically Tim <laughs> the irony of all this is while I'm trying to expand the platform here the next thing that I like the next big project that I'm undertaking other than obviously making it forever employable even more successful is I just signed up to write the third edition of Lean UX. So, uh, so I'm, going, I'm going back in to be the Lean UX guy one more time. Um, and I'm grateful. Like, I'm grateful that the fact that people still want to read it, you know, like, and, and that, that the publisher is is interested in, in, we've already written it twice. This will be the third time. So um, that's, yeah, that's what's coming up. Uh, but I think, you know, there's this powerful conversion between remaining forever employable and kind of prototyping your career. I, mean, I think that's the powerful thing that people are seeing. With the book. I've seen it um, as a longtime reader and follower of your work. And I think anyone that's reading it, that's trying to get into tech or even just trying to get into the business world, have a good career, they'll see that, you know. And it, it's interesting because the thing is, the thing about it is that it's not called build a personal brand. It's called remain forever employable. Right. So that's. It's, it's not saying like whether you whether you want to be want to want to work in corporate America or not. How do you just make sure that you're always in demand? Which you know you you talked a little bit about um, COVID nineteen earlier in the kind of the state of the world. You know I think with where the state of the world is right now, that's where we need to be pushing people towards. How do you just remain engaged in your career so you can you know have opportunities come to you or you're creating them yourself? Yeah, I mean look, I think um, I think the last six months was a time machine. I think we like we lived through six months, but I, I mean, it feels like 10 years has passed. But I, I mean, it, it really I mean, to me, I feel like we've jumped forward into the future 10 years. Things that would have taken a decade to happen happened overnight. I have a client who I work with that has 10,000 people working in call centers um, overnight. All those people went home and they began to, to service their, uh, um, their, their clients from home and they abandoned the call centers. That would have taken at least a decade 
yeah. to, to, to get that to happen, right? Um, the way that we've transformed our collaboration, like I, I feel like there, there's, a, there's a tremendous opportunity now. I, you know, six, seven months into this, all the easy stuff has been done, right? All that like porting things from physical space to online space, kind of one, one for one, that's been done. The opportunity now, and I think it's tremendous opportunity for creative individuals, um, is what's like, how, okay, the easy stuff is done. Now, how do we innovate, right? How do we rise above the noise? Because look, everybody's online right now. I was, I was talking about this with somebody um, earlier, uh, early, it was last week, actually. Um, it, it was, it was a, 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 an education company in Greece, okay? And they're like, Jeff, um, do you want to come teach a workshop, come teach a workshop for us in Greece? Right. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I can teach anywhere in the world from my nice blue office here. And, uh, and, and they said, great. And I said, well, what's the stop? I mean, you're going to advertise the Greek market, but like, what's to stop somebody from California, from Dubai, from wherever signing up for this? And, and the answer is nothing. Right. And so the, everybody being online has, has really even further removed the barriers to entry. Into, into pretty much anything. And so I think the really interesting thing that happens now is now what? How do we innovate? How do we rise above? And there's tremendous opportunity here to, 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 to be interesting in a remote online world. Mm, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. Make sure you all follow Jeff's work. He's super active on Twitter and LinkedIn. Jeff, man, thank you so much for being on the show today. You know, what's your one last powerful takeaway for our guide community? And where can they find more of your work, man? Sure. So you can find everything about me at uh, uh, jeffgodhealth.com. Pretty easy, easy enough. Um, and and if I had any any parting words, um, and I learned this from a, a, a woman named Janice Fraser in California um, years and years ago, um, it's and it's a phrase that I try to live by. It's hard, but the, the phrase is, uh, and it, it embodies humility, right? So we talked about humility earlier. It embodies humility, which is strong opinions loosely held. Right. That's humility. So I have a strong opinion about something, but I'll let it go in the face of evidence that says I'm wrong. Love it. Love it, man. And the last word goes to our lovely community member, Linda Jerry Tilson. Absolutely love where you are taking the innovation conversation. Appreciate Thank you. It. Talk to you soon, brother. All right. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Well, brother. <laughs> and that was the amazing Jeff Gothelf. Please make sure to go check out Forever Employable, one of my favorite books that I've read this year by a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant man, Jeff Gautelt. Follow his work on LinkedIn. He's super active on Twitter. And with that said, I am going to take you out to Ghost Town, a song called Ghost Town, which I think is pretty, pretty awesome. It's by World D. In addition to that, later on this afternoon, we're going to have another episode of guide live b2b jam session with a really really special guest so make sure you tune in check out ghost home
line. Flow like water, show them boys, you got to grind. Yeah, all we did was up the volume. Now they telling us it's about to be our time soon. Create a wave like monsoon. Know that I'm a monster, no need to wear a costume. Image too real to castrate. All the others are mad fake. Headed nowhere fast, they'll never make it at that rate. Heavily medicated, aren't you mad you hate it? Don't hesitate when I say this. We destined to be the greatest. No, half ass lyrics are hiding behind hiatus. So every time you play this, please make sure you say this. Say this. Fiji, 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 just jump over coding. No more acid and we pH levels looking potent. Got the game. From Massamusa in the dirty south In trading books for knowledge We don't do no word of mouth Nah, Fiji, Fiji, Fiji Just jump over Poland No more acid and we pH levels looking potent Got the game from Massamusa in the dirty south In trading books for knowledge We don't do no word of mouth Always in the zone I stay ahead of my time Mind working the pyramid Comprehensive design Funny it mirror mine Oh yes, we so divine Knew it the whole time They only report the crime Never speak on the Continent prosperous like a well. Closest thing to heaven on earth. Why can't you tell? We got the glow, we have the flow with mathematics. Powered by my optic soul, stolen by the savage. They the real disease, species of love all humanity. I'm just quoting the history. We black queens and kings, highest the frequency. Due to glory, it's melanin, talent, race so supreme. And they know it, know it. Don't want to show it. Always putting this down. Real history won't expose it. The case Close, not no more to conclusion. 21 started my path past illusions. On all levels, proceed to the score settled. Now everyone talking heights, don't never be eye level with the kids. And TCU is what I'm repping. This bowl is the setting, feel the conscious level spreading. Oh, I like that. Keep boosting bright rides in tune with my purpose, truths in my class. Seriously, I got what you need. Holding on the key, sipping on Fiji, chilling with the king. What's up? Fiji, 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 just jumped over Poland. No more acid and we pH levels looking potent. Got the game from Massamusa in the dirty south. And trading books for knowledge, we don't do no word of mouth. Nah, Fiji, 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 just jumped over Poland. No more acid and we pH levels looking potent. Got the game from Massamusa in the dirty south. And trading books for knowledge, we don't do no word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> 